Hey guys, it's Dr. Bill Cole again. Hey, listen, <clears throat> I did my video recently talking about the reasons why your thyroid hormones, including the ones that you take orally, um, may not be working in your body. And we talked about conversion of T4 to T3. Remember where Synthroid and Levothyroxine are T4, but T4 is not the active hormone. T4 has to convert to T3 which is the active hormone. In essence, we need an unbound T3 called free T3. And doctors are not doing testing for free T3 or T3. So you really can't know what those levels are, whether you're converting properly, whether you have the gasoline that can you know, help you lose weight, give you energy, give you a sense of well-being. So that, that whole thing, you know, I, I, we need you to understand that for sure. But there is a bigger issue than the conversion problem. And it's things we've already talked about. And I apologize for those of you who get this, but we, we see from the questions that so many of you don't get what I'm about to talk about right now. And it's understandable because it's not something that most of you have ever heard before. But if you can't get this, I'm telling you, you will not fully appreciate the real underlying issue for millions of American women and even more and more men as in terms of why they cannot have the energy, why they can't lose weight, why they have brain fog. And what it is called is called hormone resistance. And if we could go back down to the cell level of the body, here's my depiction of a cell. If you remember, guys, what I talked about was the good stuff has to get in and the bad stuff has to get out. Well, what are the good, what are the good things? Nutrients, right? A lot of you are eating healthy, but you're not able to gain the benefit of that because you're either not digesting and assimilating your food the way that you should, or even if it makes it to the cell, it can't get into the cell because you have this resistance issue, which I'm going to describe here. The other thing is your hormones, right? So hormones have to be able to get in to, to give you the desired results that they will bring uh, when they're able to. The thing that needs to be able to get out, of course, is going to be toxins. Every time you make energy, and I'm going to use little mitochondria here that, by the way, have their own membrane. In this with a cell, it's called a cell membrane. The mitochondria have their own membrane, and mitochondria are your little energy factories, and they produce your gasoline called ATP. Well, if you ever burned a log, which makes energy, heat, you also know that it makes smoke. Well, the same thing happens here. When your body makes energy, it makes waste. It makes toxins, and they have to be, those toxins need to be eliminated. But the problem is that because Americans come across too many toxins from our foods, from our environment, you name it, from vaccinations, from the medications you take, I mean the list is huge, too many bad fats, and then too much sugar, then this membrane of the cell becomes inflamed. And when that membrane becomes inflamed, now the good stuff can't get in the way that it should. The bad stuff can't get out. It begins to build up. Our cells become literally like a toxic cesspool. And that can even trigger 
the genetic weaknesses that we have in our lives, right? We used to think that genes were our destiny, but now we know that while we can turn bad genes on, and this is one example when they're bathed in uh, toxins, we also know through a field of study called epigenetics that we can turn off those bad genes. So there's hope for those of you out there who think that uh, there's nothing you can do about these, this genetic weakness you might have uh, from your family. We say this, genes load the gun, but what we do every day determines whether we pull the trigger. And so we can undo a lot of the things that we used to think could never be undone. But it has to do with fixing this cell. That's the key. This mitochondrial membrane, whenever toxins begin to build up, can become inflamed. And now you, even your ability to produce ATP or that gasoline is going to be compromised. So how would this affect other things in your lives? How many of you out there, maybe your husband or maybe your wife or maybe you or some relative you know have, have been told that they are pre-diabetic? And how many of you know that that is called insulin resistance? What that means is this, that insulin... The hormone insulin is there, but for some reason, the cells of the body, they quit being able to utilize that insulin. And so the doctors will give you a drug like metformin, which will cause the cell membrane to become more sensitive to insulin. How many of you out there can't lose weight? Well, there's a hormone called leptin. Leptin is the master control hormone that tells your body to burn fat for fuel, cut your appetite, all the things that go with losing weight. And the problem is, just like with insulin, where it can't get into the cell, leptin might be resistant, resistant at the cell also. It's called leptin resistance. And what we found was that people who are overweight, you would think that they wouldn't have enough leptin, right? But when, when we would study these patients who were obese, we found out that they had too much leptin in their body. In other words, their cells were not hearing the signal. And, and so it begins to build up in the body, in the body's attempt to get that cell to hear the signal. It, it releases more and more leptin, but there's the resistance there which won't let it work. Same thing with the diabetic. You check a diabetic, a type 2 diabetic in the beginning, of their condition and you'll find that they don't have too little insulin they actually have too much insulin so it, it boils down to the cell not hearing the message now listen the same with you thyroid patients right T3 so even if you are converting T4 to T3 if you have this issue in your body which is chronic cellular inflammation brought on by the exposure to too many toxins too many bad fats and too much sugar in your lives, then you're not going to be able to get that T3 into the cell, and so you create a thyroid resistance problem. Guys, this is where the rubber meets the road. You see, what we try to do, if the doctor even recognizes that it's some type of a hormone problem, they usually want to give you more hormones, right? Even with diabetes, they'll give you drugs that make your pancreas produce more hormones. And a lot of you out there, you're on bioidentical hormones, which, by the way, even your sex hormones, right? If you've got low sex drive, if you've got a low libido, you need to look at the fact that you probably don't have a deficiency of the hormones. 
you have an inability of those hormones to get into the cell and do their job. Well, how do you fix this dynamic? What do you do? Well, this is what we do to help our sick patients get well. And the thing that you have to do is that you have to properly detoxify. I'm not talking about a liver cleanse. I'm not talking about a colon cleanse. They may serve a purpose, but it's way downstream from where the problems really lie, which are the cells of your body and then particularly the cells of your brain because so many of these toxins are neurotoxins. They will embed themselves in your nerve fibers, in your brain tissue. And then because your brain controls and coordinates all function in your body, if you have a dysfunctional brain, does it make sense that you might have a dysfunctional body at least at some point? And so this is where we say the magic happens. When we can remove these toxins from the body cells and then primarily the brain cells, we see amazing things happen in people's lives because now we're restoring function back to a cell that has become dysfunctional. And then we have to change the diet, right? And there are other things that we utilize which we call our ancient healing strategies, but it may be intermittent fasting, it may be ketosis, anything related to diet variation. We, and there, there are other things that we utilize in forms of different exercises and, and, and just different supplements that we utilize to you know, achieve this major goal, which is healing of the cell. But you have to be responsible for what you put in your body, right? So if every day you're getting up and you're putting gasoline on a fire that we're trying to put out or that your body's trying to put out, you're not gonna be successful. And you've got to understand what this is. This is not just, in a lot of cases, it's not just about doing better with your diet. Some of you have lost the luxury of dealing with even certain healthy foods, particularly if you have an underlying autoimmune condition called Hashimoto's, where your immune system is attacking your thyroid. It is a disease. And if you don't treat it as such, if you just blow it off like the medical doctors do, then I promise you, you're going to have an uphill uh, battle and then most of you will not win. You've got to deal with this thing from a causal perspective and if you have a bad diet, if, you're, if you have an inflammatory, you guys look, there are foods that will drive inflammation in the body, there are foods that will reduce inflammation in the body. What do they break down to? In a nutshell it's this, God food, man food. That's the difference. The food that our ancestors ate, that's the food that we try to put our patients on, get them to understand that this was the food that, that was given to us from the beginning of time. The stuff made in a laboratory, the stuff that's packaged and, and boxed and prostituted in any number of ways, those foods are the ones that generally tend to drive inflammation in the body. So I hope this makes sense to you. You have to understand this dynamic. Look, I know it's not the most exciting thing in the world. We want quick fixes. This isn't about a quick fix. It takes people decades to get sick in some cases. It's going to take you time to get well. But you have to start dealing with the fundamentals. If you have a sick cell, there's no way in the world that your body can be perfectly healthy. Here's what we say. There is no such thing as a sick person who has fully functioning healthy cells. Vice versa. There's no such thing as a healthy person who is riddled with sick, damaged cells. This is where it's at. You have to fix the cell. You have to identify the causes, which are toxins, bad fats, and too much sugar. Throw in the ancient healing techniques that we utilize, and then we start to see people get their lives back. But it's because 
this dynamic right here changes. I hope this helped you guys. Again, I know I repeat, I'll drop that, I know I repeat the same things a lot, but it's just that important that you understand where this is coming from in order for you to be able to get better, but then even more importantly, being able to stay better. So if you like this, share, share it uh, with others. We really appreciate that. Have, a, have yourself a great day.